and welcome to this episode of Tones and Drones, an ambient music podcast, and I am your host, Jason Miller, and on this program, I speak with musicians who work in the vast realm of ambient music, and on the program today, we're going to be talking uh, collaborations, because I have uh, two guests, Scott Lawler, who's been on the program previously, and also uh, Mike Benoit, and uh, they've collaborated on uh, several albums together. They're both uh, very prolific uh, musicians, and they have a lot of uh, fantastic music that you can find on their respected uh, band camp pages. And also, um, I've had the privilege and honor of collaborating with uh, both of them as well on projects. And uh, it was great to uh, get on Zoom and talk. Um, Scott is from uh, Texas, and uh, Mike is uh, in New Hampshire. And... Um, We'll be having that interview in just a few moments and also throughout the program hearing some excerpts of some of their uh, collaboration albums. The program began today with Speculum Reveries. Uh, That is the title track of one of their collaborations. You'll hear some more about the uh, process of that album uh, a little bit later in the podcast. And so um, let's begin now. My conversation with Scott Lawler and Mike Benoit here on Tones and drones. Thank you all for being here, Scott. Hello. Hi. Uh, nice to talk to you again on the Zoom. And uh, Mike, nice to meet you. Oh, nice to be meeting you guys finally. Yeah. This, this is this Zoom. I, I, the more that I do this Zoom, and there's been hundreds of them since at this point, um, <laughs> it's been, it's, it's really great because it's an easy way to kind of connect like this. So I, I appreciate you doing this uh, for Tones and Drones. Oh, thanks for having us. Yeah, um, thanks for having us. Yeah, you're very welcome. Um, I wanted to kind of roll into it today uh, a little bit quicker because we our time we don't have the premium one yet. We only put the premium one on when we have our fundraisers because we bring in guests. Um, uh, you know, on on people want to come in on Zoom, don't want to come to the radio station yet. So um, I just kind of roll into it. You know, uh, Scott, when we had, we had, we had spoken, uh, earlier and, and actually I think, and your, your episode, Scott will air not this week, but the following week. So this, we're kind of talking like in the future for real, because yours will have aired, if that makes sense. Okay, cool. Beforehand. And so, um, and so when we had spoken before, you know, Scott, we talked about a lot of your collaborations and, um. And also going through your discography and looking at some of the albums and, uh, you know, as Mike, it's thank again, thank you for being on here with us to talk about your music and also the work that you and Scott have done. And uh, yeah. Mike, I, I wanted to, I wanted to start with you and just ask you your background uh, in, uh, in music and particular some of the realms of music that we'll be talking about today on Tones and Drones. Yeah, I mean, I've always been a huge fan of music and 
shortly after the first COVID shutdown, I started chatting with Scott and I had actually come up with an idea for an album, which ended up being my fourth release. And uh, the way he had talked about it with me, it made it seem more like he was interested in me being a part of it, not just coming up with the idea. So I was put in the position where I decided to learn how to do it all. Okay. Okay. It, and um, like with like looking at electronic music, like I had uh, visited your page, looking at electronic music, like what are some of the different ingredients that 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 you put together to start working in this area? Like, what are just some things that inspired you gear wise, music genre wise? I mean, in, in that, in that kind of area. I mean, one, one project specifically would definitely have to be uh, the residents. They were something that I found very inspirational because they started from knowing nothing and taught themselves how to do all of it. So it was just them doing it. Okay. And they sort of became their own family and record company and everything all yeah. self-taught. Before that was quite as, um, I don't say easier, but before that was a little bit more um, accessible, I guess, for someone to do all that themselves. <laughs> yeah. More, more of the access, the access type thing. Um and like going through a lot of your your music, I hear you know I hear a lot of different uh, textures and, and and different things and uh, about it. But uh, where um, what how did it play more of like the the um, like the darker tones? I guess I should say like like what type of uh, influences uh, led to that? I listen to a very very large amount of different genres and sub genres, but pretty much just what comes out naturally okay definitely yeah. spent a lot of time listening to like nine inch nails and other such things on the industrial side of music for a long time and the whole ambient world has actually become a new thing for me and never really delved into it a whole lot until recently and i just find myself very interested in it and very deep into it pretty quickly oh it's cool what kind of uh, drew that trend, that transition and what are some things that, that drew that, you know, mentioning nine inch nails, looking at the music that like Trent Reznor makes now, as far as film scores are, he seemed to kind of gone with his partner Atticus. He seemed to kind of go more ambient in his own journey. <laughs> so. Yeah, he definitely did. His earlier stuff is substantially different than where he's at right now. Mm-hmm. And I already find myself there. My first three albums were definitely more, industrial based or whatever you would want to actually call it they're definitely not ambient pieces at all but yeah they definitely transitioned pretty quickly yeah yeah it it, it kind of speaks to like what ambient is becoming very very broad based like every every year uh and faster just accelerating no oh, absolutely that was something i found really quickly you know just assuming ambient music was ambient you never really figured out how far people delve into it which is cool as with most genres there's there's a lot of room to breathe and a lot of space to be creative and still fall into the ambient category
how did y'all um, start collaborating with? How did you, you meet and, and uh, start collaborating? Well, if I remember correctly, um, Mike reached out to me to work on our first collaboration was this album that he wanted to call, what was it called? The, the, something about the mirror effect. Yeah, that's where, what ended up being Speculum Reveries, but yes. Speculum yeah, Reveries. Yeah, where, where we took a piece of music and we added we added our own layers to it. It was me, him, and I think it was Simon. Yep. And what we did was we added we added our layers to this one piece, and then we re- then we reversed it, which created the second half of it. So it was like that's where we came up with the whole idea of the mirror effect.
And y'all worked on several together. You know, one that I was spending some time with recently after speaking speaking with, with Scott earlier was Erasure Digital Presence before your digital presence erases you. So the excellent title. <laughs> yep. An album that speaks to the to the problems that digital technology impose on our society. Like when you think of how it, how it changes the way we interact with each other. Yeah. Um, that was one of the big premises of, of the album. I like how it was labeled with sides. Like you had like a, you had like a triple vinyl. Release. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And, and that idea came from an old album on the we're all ghosts label. I think it was from, I can't remember who the artist was, but there were some artists who put side one and side two on the album as if it were a cassette tape. <laughs> and I, I got that inspiration from the, from there. Yeah. That, that particular record, it, it stuck out because it's like, it's like being able, uh, you know, this is something, uh, you know, Scott, you and I have talked about this. It's something about putting out a record, an instrumental album um, that deals with something that has a message to it, but making the message not heavy handed too much, not too light, finding like that balance of it. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I, and, and also too about this album, it's like, the side C, the technology development was constructed to enhance human life. Again, it's like, it's almost like we've kind of lost that a little bit. 
you know, when you think about like what it looked like, say from like the fifties and the sixties, you know, everything would be better, better living mm -hmm. through, you know, chemistry, technology, you know. Well, yeah, and then the, ends up bringing laziness. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and the irony of it is that it has done the opposite of what its intention was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. It's done, yeah. Bringing us together, yet also keeping us apart. You know, it, it's, yeah. But at the same time, look what it's done for music production, you know, as a positive, yeah. you know. Yep. Oh, it's technology that's letting us all talk right now, too. So you can think about that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> How would we do this before? We'd have to, like, you know, call each other on the phone and then push the number to allow another call to be yep. able to pay for that service. And then we'd all be on a phone line. And, you know, yeah, it's, you know, I mean, and that's the way that we did this, um, like, uh, a good many years ago, like two and a half. <laughs> if somebody didn't have skype that's what we did so it's like oh back in the old days um, yeah it's like phone hybrid with like punching another line to the phone hybrid once we connected with the other line um to do it to do it that way um and and also like um it, but I, I brought that one brought that one up um and then the the album that that I also had pulled up was the talk of the talk of creatures album, which, uh, which is a lengthy record that goes back, um, uh, that goes back also to this summer. Yeah. And that one, that wasn't really a collaboration as much as it was a split album between six or seven different people. We all each did like 10 one minute tracks. Yeah very short track and then mike arranged it all into a, a good order okay and then i actually i actually took seven of my tracks and created an album called unnatural extensions from from that material okay yeah mike because like you know i had gone to that one it's like that's where you like that was like the residence there's your residence reference in there when when can you talk about a little about your concept of putting it of putting this album together um, the residents themselves had actually done an album where they called it the commercial album. And all of the tracks are one minute long as if they were really like commercials on a TV. And I just thought in, in the ambient world, since it's usually substantially longer tracks, it would be a fun exercise to essentially force artists to do a lot with very, very little. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know who else did that a lot was uh, the uh, the group Naked City that John Zorn was involved with in the uh, late '80s. Oh yeah, I never thought about that one. He tried yep, that I mean, two smaller I mean, length albums. Yeah, some of their tracks are like ten seconds long. So, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> there, there, um, yeah, there's one that there's an album now that escapes me, but it was a Mike Patton project where they did really, they did really short albums too. I have to like find out what Phantomas. Thank you so much. Phantomas album. Cause they had that weird album about the hearts, like heart surgery, that long one. Yep. And then they did the short Phantomas. Thank you for that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Huge Mike Patton fan. So. Okay. Oh, very cool. It's like, has, will he do an ambient album or has he? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he does work with John Zorn and all sorts of other random people. I'm sure at some point in time. 
Yeah. I mean, I know right now he's doing movie scores and stuff. and That's ambient. Yep. For, for the most part. Oh, yeah. Ph- Phantomos. That's right. Gosh. Yeah. It was like, and it, uh, um, yeah, I pulled it up there. It was like the, um, yeah, they did the director's cut album and then they did the, um, yeah. yeah, the Delirium Cortex or whatever it's called. That yeah. was the longer one. Yeah, that the um the album that was had all the like the I remember the album cover I had the CD and it had all these like surgery pictures in it. It was yep. really, very strange, which was kind of a you know suspended animation, which was essentially uh, the month of April, I think. And some of those songs are a minute, maybe a minute and a half long too. Oh yeah, that, I remember that one too. Yeah, that's really there's some uh there's some things to go back to. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, Mike Patton, very prolific uh, artist. Uh, also, um, what are like with the collaborations that y'all have done? Because what are some of the ways that you you share the information to be able to collaborate um, across distance and and uh, and time and space? <laughs> Well, we usually use a combination of Dropbox and WeTransfer yeah. to get the files back and forth to each other. Yeah. What are some different like textual elements that you like to, to send and, and, and things of that nature? I mean, it's like, I know, Mike, you've done some like drum work to the album's percussion. Yes. Uh, and... um, you mean like what instruments do I use? Well, or like, like, like that, or... what kind of things do you do y'all like to kind of look at each other to share, like depend on each other to share, like as far as like texture wise, you know, any specialties or anything like that, that, that you like to bring to the, to the composition? I would say that for me, I usually, I do a lot more of the ambient atmospheric stuff, like using, using, um, since like Bioscape and Dronar Master Edition and stuff like that. So I'll do a lot more of the atmospheric things and he'll build on that with some things that are more industrial. Okay. Although I have, okay. I have put drums in some of the, some of the tracks myself too. Okay. So it just, it just depends on what, what I feel when I'm listening to the tracks, that kind of thing. Okay. I want to talk about another album that I had pulled up uh, was uh the album uh, from the spring of uh, 15 days, like a year that y'all did. Okay. So this one, I really enjoyed this, this one. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that album? It was definitely a fun one to create. <laughs> okay. It sounds like it. <laughs> yep. There was a lot of musical freedom there between the two of us. One of us would start something and then just basically let the other add on what they were going to as they felt it needed yeah it, it yep. uh yeah it's sort of and again it's like you know the titles work into kind of dealing i mean you know we're dealing with the now you know my gosh with the pandemic and with the now and and um <laughs> you know it's it's uh uh the titles are, are so great it's like i want i just want people to go and read them i don't want to like even read them right now it's like go read them please and listen you know <laughs> Well, the title track, 15 Days Like a Year, the the inspiration for that came from this idea that at the very beginning of the pandemic, you know, the media and everyone else is saying it's going to take 15 days to slow the spread. And I've actually got a sample of that that plays in that track. Right. And here we are like a year and a half later. 
Yeah. So it really wasn't 15 days. It was yeah. 15 days, like a year. Well, actually more now, like a year and a half, but that album came out like six months ago. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spring of 2020, March of 2020. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, that's, which is perfect timing because if you would have done March of, if you would have done March of 2020, you know, right then it's like, well, let's, let's show how long it's been, you know, instead of a direct address of like that in March being, I mean, cause I was highly skeptical of that when I heard that I was like, no, this is the long haul. I was like, this is we're, our, our faster paced society is not going to like, you know, stamp on this and say, yeah, we got, we'll be good. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I guess it was like a cynical nature <laughs> of seeing this as being a longer haul than what yeah. was expected in March of 2020. It, it was, you know, the, the writing was on the wall, I think. For, um, but, uh, but no, that's cool. It's just like, um, like the industrial, um, you know, work that you put into it. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. It's just it, what a wonderful piece of work and what a great like time stamp of a time that we're still in, you know. Well, thank you. you yes, know. thank you. And yeah. uh, it, it, it's it's just really um, I, I think that like the, the, the work that you do, um, you know, it really it it makes people think and it does it, you know, like again with the samples, but instrumental and, you know, it's just something to be said about that with with ambient type musics. Um, yeah, one thing, uh, you know, I wanted to ask you, Mike, on the show, I, I like to just throw this question out there a lot of times because it's, it's an ongoing fascination with me. Um, what is your, what is your take or your feel on or thoughts on uh, the nature of, of a drone? Um, well, I think, you know, there's something to be said about having a base structure. You do it when you build houses, you know, you build your, base and you grow from there and it becomes something all on its own forms its own life but you need a starting point no matter what you're doing so mm. the drone work has definitely been something i've started to focus a little more on than when i first started and it definitely seems to be uh easier to actually push forward once i have something laid out okay okay Okay. That's an interesting way to explain it. Cause it is like, so like beforehand, um, beforehand foundationally wise, were you, you know, baselines and, and such, such right, you know, as, yeah. as like, you change like said, your philosophy. The first three albums you can hear it's like, I mean, I, it's still enjoyable and I loved doing it, but it's definitely a little uh, rougher because I didn't really have a specific direction to jump into. I just kind of started clicking and seeing what happened. Okay. Um, are you recording? Do you record? Do you feel like you record based on based on like, you know, your life and schedule? Do you feel like um, do you like to work, uh, I guess, like a little bit all the time or do you get just like particular you mentioned? Or, well, because you mentioned earlier, like working on several projects at, a, at the same time. But what do you feel like is kind of the ideal working structure for you for music? As well, you know. Life pretty much it. when I have the free time to do it at this point in time, I keep myself pretty busy with my job and our yeah. children and home life and everything. And yeah, my wife thinks it's really good for me, but hates it because I spend a lot of time sitting in front of the computer when we have free time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To, you know, grab moments when they, when they yes. happen. Yeah. But I mean, as we just said, right now I'm close to done with like three different projects. <laughs> That's awesome. Congratulations for that. That's awesome. No, it's it's fun to keep busy. 
yeah yeah and it's um uh yeah it's great to be able to save and revisit this you know there's another another product of the technology being able to save and come back to stuff with fresh ears or you yeah. know not have to see not have to be so um locked in you know to to something you can give it you can take time and work it around what you do you know um anything that uh anything that y'all have been uh sharing for another collaboration recently um just a good, i don't not not recently um we'll have to we'll have to work to come up with another idea sure we've always we've, we're always coming up with 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 ideas we just haven't come up with anything new yet but that'll change probably in the near future you know i wanted to uh i wanted to ask too about like just about getting to know people and about friendship and 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 musical camaraderie you know it's like i, I try to stress in this genre that that it i, I the community is very um it's a very I, I really enjoy the community of of these related music that people are willing to share and that are willing to you know you get to know each other um you know can you talk a little bit about that about getting to know each other and 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 being able to you know collaborate and also just be able to you know develop a camaraderie based on a collaboration and admiration for you know experimental music and ambient music and 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 all the things that relate to that I mean, I can definitely say I was pretty happily surprised to see how quick other people were willing to work with me, having been nobody before not very long ago. Mm. The ambient community took me in pretty well. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It, God it's... being a major part of that, of course. That's cool. That's really cool. I mean, it's good to see that because it doesn't seem like that happens. In my experience that didn't happen in a lot of different other realms of music, you know, and it was like to be able to to say, feel like you can lend something, you know, and that, you know, like you said, you know, and it, like you mentioned, Mike, too, it's like as you're starting as you're starting out, it's like, you know, wanting, you know, it's, it's, it's a good to be accepted. It feels good to be accepted and be able to feel like you bring value to somebody else wanting to work with you, you know, and and um you know, enhance and, and collaborate on what you do, you know? Yeah. It was definitely a very warming feeling to see how welcome I was, how quickly I was. That's cool. And Scott and Mike, do y'all, do y'all have a lot of other things in common too? There's other, other share inter shared interests too, as far as like, you know, developing a friendship from this. Oh, um, well, a, most, a lot of what we, a lot of what we talk about is, is more music mm -hmm. um yeah mostly yeah, yeah i find myself pretty focused on whatever what i'm actually doing for the most part i'm the same way when i'm at work in my kit in the kitchen yeah yeah I like to be able to yeah develop that focus yeah that's um that's cool i i um and uh the uh um let's talk about um I want to talk about Bandcamp just a little bit. Like y'all all have music on Bandcamp and uh, I'm a big Bandcamp advocate uh, on this show. Um, and uh, where can people find the music? Bandcamp is the only thing that I use. I think it's a wonderful company and it's a really well set up website. I don't see myself searching for other means. Yeah, I understand it. It, it looks, it looks really good. 
and it's it's already plugged into like a network you know yeah i mean you can't beat that you know just kind of sit there not having that network support support on there so yeah it's um because yeah, I had pulled up I both your Bandcamp pages up right now, and I like to always kind of mention them on the show. Um, and uh, and and Mike too. Um, you know, awesome that you've got the other albums out. You know, it's like this show is definitely like a forum. So you know, we'd love to have you back on to talk about to talk about your records that you have coming out. Um, and yeah, uh, I would love to come back. Yeah, and you know, it's it's just. Uh, it's just been great uh, having y'all on here to to chat a bit, and uh, and uh, people will be able to hear some excerpts of the music on here, and um, and so uh, I, I appreciate that. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for doing this. Oh, thanks for having us. Thanks. And thanks again to my guests on this episode of Tones and Drones, Scott Lawler and Mike Benoit. You can find their collaboration albums and also all their other albums on their Bandcamp sites, scottlawler.bandcamp.com and mikebenoit.bandcamp.com. Tones and Drones is produced in the studios of 91.3 FM KBLU Public Radio. You can also listen to the Tones and Drones radio show on KVLU, which airs Sundays at 10 p.m. You can listen online at kvlu.org. And on that particular program, I play whole songs from the guests that are on the Tones and Drones podcast. You can find the podcast on all the major podcast platforms and also on the NPR One app. I'm Jason Miller. Thanks again for listening to this episode, and may music bring you peace and joy. <laughs>